perhaps first of all, let's start with the mother body says, please desist from making public comments until the NEC meets and decides whether or not we're going to appeal. Immediately thereafter, we have uh, the KwaZulu-Natal provincial leadership um, and and the AC Youth League saying, well, we are going to go ahead with appeal and we don't have to be told by you. Is this the firing of the first solver of things to come? Well, it would it would sound like it. Uh, this is obviously an outcome they don't want. Um, they are determined to block it from, from being carried through. Uh, but then ANC doesn't function purely on on uh, people's wishes. It has a set of rules and procedures. And in this case, in addition to that, you also have a court ruling uh, that was thoroughly considered. That's a very comprehensive judgment. Um, so, you know, it, it doesn't matter what one feels like or what one wants. The bottom line is that everything else has got to comply with the constitution of the ANC. And and in this case, I think that's what that's what Lutuli House wants to see happening, uh, especially because the ANC is a unitary organization, right? Uh, no lower structure can decide um, willy-nilly on what to do. It has to get instructions from head office. So, but this is where the ANC Youth League disagree, Professor, and they quote uh, the interpretation of the Constitution um, where they say that you know the it does not prevent them from interpreting the constitution the way that they have now, and also talking about the fact that the ANC national executive confers executive powers on the PEC; they're not delegated powers, and that the PEC is not a substructure of uh, the mother body. The National Executive Committee of the ANC is the final interpreter of the ANC Constitution. It is the final authority. Uh, I suppose this reflects uh, what has been happening within the ANC, which has been a problem, in that people think that they can interpret the Constitution in in uh, in whichever way they choose, right? Um, but the bottom line, I mean, this is this is something has, that has happened uh, repeatedly. Uh, in that people have had uh, to be dismissed, uh, structures have had to be disbanded because the NEC decides finally what happens. Um, So it doesn't matter what the PEC or REC believes. The point is the NEC is the final arbiter, arbiter on such matters. And when they talk about Rule 17.2.1, which they say when it goes back to the genesis of the problem now, saying that uh, it does not deny a PEC from a right to decide that the provincial structure center especially is no longer holding and therefore they're going to early elective conference. What is your reading of that? Well, that early conference has got to be called for by the branches. Um the PEC has delegated branches from national and ANC branches are the ones that finally or ultimately decide whether they want an early conference or not. And for that, I think you need about 70% or something like that. So that's the authority they need to get. They cannot decide purely on their own. And secondly, uh, whatever decision or whatever proposal is made at that level has got to be taken up to the National Executive Committee to endorse. 
And in fact, the NEC advised them not to go ahead with that uh, provincial conference, but they nonetheless went ahead with it. And on top of that, proceedings of that conference were never really formally endorsed by the NEC. Um, in fact, the NEC, as I was saying yesterday, was supposed to have investigated the, all the complaints that came out of that conference. They never did that. So. What happened preceding conference and after conference was in flagrant violation of the ANC constitution and how procedures are followed in the ANC. So what they're doing is simply telling us wishful thinking. Uh, It's not something that is validated by the ANC procedures. So let's talk about whatever decisions are taken now in line with the tone uh, coming from the the PEC, including the leagues of the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal, which may be not only deemed unlawful, but uh, deemed of a very serious nature. Given the court ruling... But the fact that they are still in power, in inverted commas, what does that do in terms of their legitimacy? The well, it decisions their, taken now. Yeah, it throws their legitimacy into question. Uh, because what the court said yesterday was that they were Im- improperly elected. Uh, it, it, uh, it declared them null and void. Um, and which is what this court has been saying, really, in that... Uh, An appeal is a technical process that might even inconvenience preparations towards national conference. What what the ANC needs to decide on now is the political legitimacy. Um, Because if you are improperly elected, it means that uh, you are likely not to be recognized by structures of the ANC. Um, you know, and, and my, my sense is that the NEC will insist on a dissolution of this PEC to avoid problems uh, because uh, tensions are already high in that province. So you want to ensure that you have a legitimate authority to oversee processes towards national conference. So we've already been taking, talking about lack of action that was not taken by the NEC on the ANC when this whole situation began. They're still to meet to decide on whether or not there should be an appeal. The provincial structure says we are actually going to go ahead and appeal. What happens if out of those discussions, the agreement is that we're not going to appeal, and yet a court case has already been uh, uh, filed? Does that mean that suspension of that PEC would be the natural step? Well, the PEC cannot, cannot take a decision independent of the NEC. Uh, if they take that decision, then that decision has no authority. It will not be recognized by the court, neither by the ANC. They, they seem to be wanting to, to be uh, 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 disbanded, because if you do that, you are really acting in defiance of the ANC. Uh, because as I said, I mean, it doesn't matter what you wish for. The point is the ANC is the ultimate arbiter on such matters. So you're saying even if they file documents in court, that will not be recognized and will be rejected? Because they will not have followed ANC procedures. The NEC has to endorse whatever happens from now onwards. Whatever decision they take independent of that process will not stand. So what do you foresee happening over the next couple of days, just if you were to speculate? 
what the best thing really for the ANC, especially if they want to have a successful national conference, is to ensure that they have an interim leadership in place as soon as possible. Uh, because if you have this confused stage, uh, you are likely to have some irregularities happening in between now and national conference, and you might have some aggrieved parties uh, showing up at national conference challenging the credentials of some of those delegates there, which would have been sent there by an improper KZN process. Right? So if you want to make sure that things are clean from the very beginning, the point is to ensure that you have a properly constituted interim leadership to avoid any confusion and, and uh, gripe emerging in the process. So that, that would be the best way to take this on because it, it, it creates a clear and decisive process going forward. Thank you so much for speaking to us, sharing your insights with us, Professor of Politics at the University of Johannesburg, Professor Mkabisin Lejana.